0: Oh, hey, Nicole. Hey, Cindy. So I was thinking, we were always talking about being single in New York, but both of us have lived in many cities other than New York, so I think we need to open this up more to just what it was like and some of the crazy experiences we both had as single girls in many cities. Sounds good. So I know you have
1: some funny stories (laughs) from the California scene. Yeah, actually, so much more probably from the San Francisco scene than from L.A., San Francisco was probably the one of the weirdest places I ever went on dates and thankfully I didn't have to go on that many. So weird. There were two that stand out that were just kind of like remarkable in their own way. So one of them was a guy that I think I met like through one of those dating apps I don't remember which one it was. He sounded great he was he was the CEO of a biotech firm. He was from the Boston area. Yeah, good stats. Yeah, there's a commonality. We were both from the East Coast, now on the West Coast. Just ways that we could relate that make it a little bit easier. So the first date went really well. We both knew the same weird Massachusetts sayings and things. So it was fun. It was really good. Like wicked. Yeah, like wicked. Awesome. But it didn't sound odd because native San Franciscans or, well, native Californians say different things depending which part of California they're from. So, like, San Franciscans tend to make up words based on two different words, and it's different than people in L.A. tend to somehow always make it, like, pseudo-spiritual, which is kind of funny, and different. Like, they just, they had their own little dialect, wherever you go. So, we were jumping back into that Massachusetts, Rhode Island dialect. And it was all going really well until we started somehow talking about LSD. I don't know how we started talking about LSD. Trippy. Yeah, but there was a reason that it came up, and it wasn't so... Ah did that making it sound right now? It wasn't like we were on a date, and he's like, "So, have you ever tried LSD, yeah, it's not like, like you news were news sitting there
0: with your mouth open and your tongue out. He wasn't putting paper in your on your tongue.
1: No, he was just no talking I mean,
0: about LSD I mean, for some reason.
1: yeah, but it was it was relevant in the social context of the time. But I just can't remember what had been said in the news about LSD recently.
0: Okay, All right.
1: <laughs> so, so we're talking. And he was trying to convince me that trying LSD is a great idea. And that's, you know, and I was like, well, I'm just not into it. It's just not my thing. And he kept pressing me on it. So I was finally, you know, it's like, well, people in my family, there has been alcoholism and addiction. So I'm like, I'm just not into it. I don't do anything that, I don't even try anything that could become addictive because I know that it's in my kind of, like it's in your drug. DNA. It's in your DNA. I, just, I don't do it. I've never tried it. Never will try it. I've never tried any drugs. Like I just don't do it because I'm afraid I might actually like it or, I become addicted to it very fast. I just
0: I mean that's a smart yeah. outlook, Nicole. Anyway, go well, on.
1: Everyone has their own thing. And so I basically I have no judgment. Like he tried it and I'm like, okay, that's fine. I have no problems with it when I just I wasn't gonna try it. So date went really well, but it's really excited at the end. We made plans to meet again on the second date, which I was really excited for. He brought me he a government report outlining how L S D and psychedelics are not addictive.
0: He brought the research.
1: Okay, so if anyone's listening to this and thinking that it's a good idea to bring somebody a research document on a date to convince <laughs> them if wrong about something that they don't want to do, not because they're saying it's academically wrong, but because they like from a personal perspective, don't want to do it. It would be like if someone told me they didn't like coffee, which I can't imagine ever dating anyone who didn't like coffee, and then we gave them a report on the second date showing that or the second date showing that coffee wasn't addictive. But they're already telling me they just don't want to drink coffee because maybe it gives them a caffeine high or they can't sleep at night. (laughs) (laughs) This is what we're talking about.
0: I mean, mean, but I would say, ladies, anytime you're getting pressured on a second date, it's time to cut bait.
1: (laughs) I did. So, you know, I was really trying to be nice about it because I liked him the first date, aside from this one point. But then it just it just deteriorated really fast. It ended after dinner. We were walking to a bar and we started kind of calling each other names in the street. And then I was getting more adamant that I was not going to try psychedelics. I was not going to read the stupid report. I didn't care if they were addictive. It wasn't the point that they were addictive. The point was I was not going to try it. I didn't care if he tried it. Like, he could have, you know, taken as many as he wanted. Like, I don't care. But I wasn't going to try it. There was nothing that was going to convince me that I should try it. Like, even if I knew an asteroid was going to hit the Earth and everyone was going to die in 24 hours, I <laughs> really wouldn't try it because it might miss, right? Like, I just wouldn't try it.
0: Yeah, even if there was a global pandemic and somebody said to have the LSD, you're still not going to try it. I'm still not going to try it. That's right. I mean, I I would say the moral of the story is no PowerPoints on dates, on second dates, on any date. But
1: but men have this thing about bringing me documents, and I don't know what it is. Men are always bringing you documents? They bring me documents, yeah. Like, I had another guy once that I I ended up dating him for a while.
0: I mean, are you
1: signing contracts, like date contracts? No, I guess not documents, but reports or research things. Like, I had another date once, and this was also the second. I think it was also the second date, and I ended up dating this guy for a while, and I liked him, and I didn't think of this as mean, because he was foreign, and he was really interested in it, but I forgot what we were talking about on the first date, but it must have had something to do with the Constitution, on the second date, he brought me pocket versions of the U.S. Constitution and all the amendments,
0: yeah, you, you've mentioned this to me before, which I you handled it much better than, than I would have, because it's I'd be like...
1: Lit. So, I didn't take offense to it, but I was like, this is really kind of weird to bring. You know, because you get a gift as a girl, and you're oh, this is going to be fun, this is going to be cute. Maybe it'll be a book that I like, maybe it'll be...
0: Yeah, you do like books. I mean, a book is a good
1: like gift for you. But, yeah. but this,
0: like, I remember thinking that he was, like, trying to, like, teach you and...
1: It was yeah. It was the Constitution and all the amendments yeah. in pocket version. Yeah. Like, Keep it with me at all times. Yeah. So I didn't make the same mistake I made on the first date. So yeah, I
0: can't say that I really ever inspired anybody to give me documents on dates. I have not been served on my dates. Yeah,
1: no, or like just I guess instructional. I don't know what you even call these. Just informational material. My stories are more likely to be you know absurd. Absurd things happen
0: to me. So I mean, this is is it happens to be in New York's. Story is, I think the most oddest things have always happened to me in New York. But I remember one time I was going to meet another friend who was bringing her boyfriend's friends with her. And I was really excited to meet this guy. And we were meeting in a very, very popular New York sports bar. Um, And it was really, really crowded. I was really, really excited. I was trying to make a good impression. I got really dressed up. I was fussing with everything. I mean, for me, that's not really good because that could make me sort of anxious. But I was trying. Like, I really wanted to meet this guy. And so just when I'm about to be introduced to this guy, and this is a crowded sports bar, I hear this noise like whoosh, and I got hit in the forehead (laughs) by an air hockey puck. So an air hockey puck from a table across the crowded sports bar hit me oh. from across the room, and I literally got knocked out. Like, I fell backwards no, and fainted. I got knocked hockey on hockey. my butt. To get it to go off the table, so it's magnetic. I don't know if it was magnetic, but the hockey puck came off the table and hit me in the forehead. I have witnesses. I'm not making this story up. No
1: idea. Just usually there's some magnetic. They don't just pop off the table.
0: No idea. I can't tell you the specifics. Maybe it was an old school air hockey table? But it was a crowded bar and I'm the person that got nailed by the hockey puck and got knocked out. And and you might think that it's a meet cute like in a movie and like, you know, the guy would be like fanning me and I would wake up and we would lock eyes and we would be in love. But I was knocked out for literally like almost a minute and people were scared. They called the ambulance. But I, I got up and I refused to go to the hospital, but the guy was laughing. So, yeah, that relationship never went anywhere. But that is um, one of my weird New York
1: experiences
0: as a singleton.
1: And it's kind of weird. I don't think I have anything quite like that where I was hit with anything.